0: Welcome to the Ghost Sage Yourself podcast. Before we begin this episode, let's center ourselves with a long, slow breath in. Hand on the heart and a big smile on the face. And breathe out, release the shoulders, relax the body, and let's get ready.
1: Hello everyone, we're back. We're back for episode three, and welcome to uh, Go Save Yourself. Uh, and today we have our first special guest,
0: uh, which we're very excited about. Yes, it is Katie from I Am Zen. Hiya. Hi. Hi. Hello, girl. It's alright. Yeah. So how are you today? I am
2: okay. Yeah, not too bad. But not a miserable day today, isn't it? Yeah, but it's also a special day. What it's, day is it
1: today? It's my birthday. It's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, of course, we trailed Katie out of bed to come to your podcast. No, Yay! No, i was happy to come. He's me with
2: guys. Like, yeah, I'll be Yay!
1: So hi, everyone. Um, really, really glad to be back. Um, The voice was gone for a few weeks, so we're very excited to get back to it. Um, Thank you to all of the listeners and continuous feedback that we're still getting, which is unreal. Um, So, yeah, let, let's get into this third episode. Mm-hmm. Um, So, Katie yeah. tell us a wee bit about yourself. Okay,
2: yeah. So, um, my name's Kitty. <laughs> there you go. So my name's Katie and I'm the owner and founder of I Am Zen, which is a children's yoga and meditation company, children's Good. and teens. Yep. Um. So yeah, we've been going. Or sorry, I I always say we because you expect to have a I, whole army. I do that too. Yeah? To. The royal way, but know. I. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's me, and I Am Zens a separate <laughs> entity, and that's yep. the way, isn't it? Maybe yeah. Maybe it's weird, isn't it? It's yeah.
0: But then you gotta kind of correct yourself as if like. I probably sound like I'm really up myself by saying the royal way, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, know yeah. me, we, yeah. And or I, mean. I sound like
2: I actually do have a whole army of people helping me do all this stuff. That's and, it. That's yeah, yeah, whereas sometimes <laughs> you have to think, no, there is only me. But yeah, so um, I have been up and running since 2018. Um, yeah, so me, I said it's my birthday today, but I'm not going to give away my age, I'll not give away my age, I'm on the wrong side of 35, put it like that, but uh, yeah, so that's really it, so mummy of two, busy girl, busy, busy girl, yeah, Good, Mm -hmm. good, so tell us a wee bit about how the concept of I Am Zen came about, tell me a wee bit about that, yeah, so the concept of I Am Zen probably came about, well sorry, did come about through probably personal experience more than anything. Um, so after I had had both my children, I had suffered really bad with postnatal depression, mm-hmm. um, and the postnatal depression had, um, manifested itself then into anxiety and panic disorder, right. um. So I think I suppose what a lot of people don't know about me, mm-hmm. um, because they don't think you get it when you first speak to me, is that I suffered really bad with the debilitating anxiety to the point where I was practically housebound for quite a long time after my first daughter um and three different you know modalities and things like that I managed to sort of get myself back on an even keel yeah and then I fell pregnant with my second daughter and when I was eight months pregnant I started to notice that the same sort of symptoms were creeping back in creeping back yeah yeah and I thought I don't want to do this again so Mm -hmm. I need to do something um and yoga was the first thing that helped me I started going to yoga and I went to yoga during my pregnancy. And then as soon as my daughter was born, I started going to yoga. Actually, the first yoga I went to after my daughter was born was hot yoga, Bikram yoga. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Ah, it was, and it was amazing. But anyway, so yeah, so I kept up my practice of yoga. And it was amazing how everything that I learned on the mat, I was able to adopt and transfer into my own life. And that that patience with myself. Yeah. Um, mm. And I suppose you know you both have children so you understand as a new mummy you totally lose yourself like you it takes you a while to gain that confidence back and it's funny because I think as women we're generally very hard on ourselves Mm -hmm. so I remember like being so like lacking confidence in myself and in how I looked and how but given what my body had just Done. Been through. I should have been yep. really like, rah, you know. But I don't know. It's just I think as women, you just start. You look in the mirror and you don't recognize yourself anymore. Sometimes after you've had a baby, and it's like, ugh, you know. And then you become mum and you you know you're not kitty anymore. You know yeah. you're you're you know. So anyway, so all that. So I find that yoga gave me confidence again in the strength of my body, in my inner strength, and mm-hmm. in the strength of, like, I was in charge of how my body felt. I was in control through, you know, my breathwork, my pranayana, pranayama, my asanas on my movements and things like that. I was in control of how I felt in my body, how I could connect my body to my mind, how my breath could help to slow down my thoughts and yep. bring relaxation about me. Mm-hmm. So it was genuinely the first thing that helped me with my anxiety. Um. But from that, I did do a lot of inner soul search and a lot of inner work um, because I genuinely did believe that this anxiety was coming from somewhere. You know, there was something yeah. deeper. So I did do a lot of soul search and a lot of inner work. And as I dug back and I'd done the shadow work and I looked back at my childhood and I'd done, you know, the, the inner child work and everything, um, it all did stem then. I actually turns out I was actually a very anxious child um, and who became an anxious teen who then probably just became an anxious adult. Yeah. And, you know, everybody has a tipping point. And I do believe that once your cup is full, your cup is full. And it will one day (laughs) just, you know. And for me, it was pregnancy that done that.
1: And do you think, because like your personality would just totally, I guess, hide that. So a lot of people, you know, even you have said, wouldn't have even realised like meeting you we yeah. think, wow, confident, bubbly, yeah. happy. Yeah. And you don't realise sometimes what's going on underneath the surface. No, you haven't a clue. You really haven't a clue. You know?
2: And like whenever I had my first daughter, I was at home with my mom Um and I remember being so worried of saying to people, I'm not coping, I'm not coping because yeah. I was twenty one, I was really naive and you know what services were there and all the rest of it. So I wasn't coping. Um and I was worried about saying that out loud. Yeah. Um and then yes, you're totally right like I had two places I could go one was my family's homes like I could I could leave my house to go to my mom's or my brother's or my sister's because they were my safe people yeah like your bubble they were my bubble or Mm -hmm. I could leave to go to work like that was the only thing like and I think it was because of who I am I am a grafter and I always have been and whenever I had my first daughter I always said I would work and I worked full-time and I worked for a corporate company in IT and I'm you know and I was able to go from the house to work and nobody, nobody knew. Nobody would know. Nobody knew that I was suffering because I went into work and I was Keely. Yes. And I went yeah. home and I locked my blinds. I yeah. closed my curtains and I lay in bed shaking and freaking out, you know, this anxiety taking over me, you know, um, like I remember for the first six months of our life in our first house, I remember sitting on my sofa because I was so afraid because I just, uh, say it was, it seemed to be pregnancy, that overwhelming um responsibility of somebody else that kicked off this tsunami. Hmm. of emotion like it was just but as I say so anyway so going back so that's where my concept came from I thought once I started realizing that how much yoga had helped me um in my second pregnancy I thought do you know what see if I had these tools yeah when I was younger when you were young and yeah. I knew see if I had known how to believe in myself and have mm-hmm. this confidence in my body from I was young I would never have been mm. here yeah. because I would have always had those tools in my back pocket. That's brilliant. That, that belief, yes. you know? Yeah. And that's what yoga gave me. It gave me a sense of belief mm-hmm. that, you know, children and teens so often don't have, Yeah, you yeah. know? That's a really nice
0: concept too because I find that I was talking to somebody... It's a wee bit related, I think it is. <laughs> um, I was talking to somebody the other day and she was saying about how Northern Ireland as a country has like this shared trauma, like a shared yeah. generational trauma. And I think that a lot of the, the this generation and past generations have just been so focused on just getting through just holding down a job mm-hmm. just yeah. holding down a home just creating a family whereas like all the well-being stuff was just kind of like overlooked oh 100% do you know really? what I mean mm-hmm. so yes that's exactly that's why we didn't have all that shit and it's mm-hmm. such a pity like we didn't whereas yeah. if you go and look at like other countries like I don't know America like they've been yeah. doing this for years and mm-hmm. it's really at the forefront so whenever somebody like you comes along and has this awesome concept of like yeah this is what I didn't have so yeah. I'm going to bring it to the rest of the people like that's how we help move the whole fucking generation yeah. and the whole yeah. country forward you know yeah. so it's like all little pieces and you know, pieces of society creating something beautiful for the next generation yeah. so really yeah. well done like
2: that's re- I love the, I love the way you've put that like the way it's came about yeah no a 100% and at the end of the day they are the future they are exactly. the future you know and if we yeah. can bring those tools now into the children of today who are only going to become adults with those tools like what a difference the world would be and what a different outlook people would have and (laughs) you know and it is true you know there is that generational trauma and people have just tried to move from one thing to the next and you know not living in their true present tense and you know and that's what yoga gives you it gives you you know because I do I struggle with the word mindfulness I, I have to be like, I do struggle with it I do struggle with it and not because it's a bad word you know not because it is totally you know but I think when people talk about being mindful I think now it's very much a uh, buzzword of the moment yeah and a lot it's of the time swamped out there, it's swamped and a lot it? of the time whenever I will say mindfulness to children mm-hmm. they Actually recoil. I can see it. Switch off. They switch off. Switch off. Because yeah. in their minds, they have been given a colouring sheet to sit down and mindful co- do some mindful colouring. Yeah. And in their mind, they think I have to sit quiet. I have to just be here. And if you ask a neurodiverse child to sit down and be quiet and just be here, that's like they don't want. You know, not no. every child wants to do that. And if you have a child who struggles with being still, or if you have a child who struggles with trying to stay in the moment. And uh, or not sorry, not trying to stay in the moment, sorry, trying to stay still and be quiet, mm-hmm. you're gonna get those people, children will recoil. So I think that um it needs to be known that mindfulness isn't sitting still in lotus yeah. position with your hands in the air and being yes. quiet. It is being in the present moment, whatever that is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is being just fully there, you know. So in my class, you know, mums or dads or carers, whoever will contact me and say, Oh, there's no way you know I would love them to go but there's no way they would sit still and I'm like yay happy, <laughs> happy days, days. <laughs> I don't need them to sit still you know I want them to move I want Good. them to yeah. you know um so yeah so I do think that we need to sort of remind ourselves that when we are talking about mindfulness and being mindful that um it is just about being in the present moment and not being afraid of that big buzzword mm-hmm. I think that's what it is it's not I think that's my I think because bit of a cliche. That's so kind, yeah. yeah that is the word. Yeah.
0: Journey, thank <laughs> yeah. You. yeah. 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 That's the word.
2: And I think as soon as somebody says it, people go, "Oh, I couldn't be mindful. Yeah, yeah. I can't be mindful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not you can. That's not mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Well, you can. Just yeah. whenever you're pushing your trolley around Tesco's, notice your trolley. Walk. You know." That's just what it is, yeah. you know, you know, even now sitting here flapping my hands, I'm aware that I'm flapping <laughs> my hands, you know, I'm mindfully flapping, yeah. you know, so, um, yeah, so, yeah, that's but that's what, sorry, I just totally went off on a tangent, but that's where the concept came, and that's what I, you know, that's my belief in pulling it forward.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and just to touch before we go on
1: to the, the next question, what you were saying there, Julie, as well, Um, you know, things weren't available, you know, back when we were at school and things like that. Yeah. And now, what a difference it is today Mm -hmm. with I Am Zen and what you're doing, kind of like you're now present in schools and bringing it to kind of schools and things like that. And, Uh you know, us as practitioners are being invited into schools, being invited into charities. And that is... Massive. It's mm. massive. It's and massive,
2: yeah, isn't it? Yeah, and I always applaud the schools and the community groups and all those people who are making the decisions that they recognise the benefit yeah. for the children that they have. Mm-hmm. You know, what they are teaching or that they have in their care. Like I always applaud people for that. Mm-hmm. Even the adults and,
0: and I do say that. Is breaking down the walls for mummies and daddies as well. They're probably going. Actually, do you know what? I probably could do something like this, and then that's yes. maybe having a knock on effect if they're yeah. sending their kids to your classes. They're like, Oh God, I would love something like that for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You 100%. know, so it's all it's
2: uh, all contributing yeah. to a greater greater good. Yeah, and that's it. And that's why it's nice to have a community around you know. So let the likes of yourselves, you know, who would work a lot more with adults and things. That's why I always like to have a nice community around me. So that if somebody comes to me and they say, Oh, is there anything? I can say, Oh yeah, Julie up at the harmony hub. You know, I just, you know Julie does yeah. meditation or there's sound baths with Laura. You know, because I don't offer to the adults because I am kids and You're teens. kids and teens. That <laughs> yeah, is, that is my <laughs> bag. I just, I love working with kids. Like, I, honestly, it just, it just gives me so much joy. Like, yeah, amazing. they're yeah. amazing. They are amazing. And, you know, and the really good thing about it as well is that, like, even now, I will get phone calls or emails or messages through the schools that I'm in from parents who will say, oh, you know, I've noticed this or this or that. Is there anything else you can help with? Is there anything else you can do, which Aww. is fantastic. Well, yeah. funny enough,
1: that's, that was what we were going to move on to. Like, kind of, what do you see, you know, especially as you say, like, sometimes you get phone calls from the school yeah. or sometimes you get parents coming to you, which is amazing because they they can see kind of, like, things and they can see what's starting to help maybe their kids. So what would you say is, like, the most common issue um, at the moment kind of like that you would have parents maybe what parents are facing with their yeah. kids or maybe what um, parents are coming to you needing support for
2: yeah okay yeah massive 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 anxiety and yeah. anxiety and shyness um, seem to be really big but I suppose that is you know that's, a, that's an outcome of the couple of years that children have been through like if you look at the likes of maybe children who are now in primary three mm-hmm. they would have had the first two years of their school life if not mostly, partially on, um, on Google Classroom. Yeah. So they missed that part of coming in and familiarizing yourself yeah. with the building. That, that whole fami- experience. That The whole experience and mm-hmm. the familiarizing yourself with the building or being away from your parent or your mm-hmm. care or your safe place. Um. Because again, you have to remember parents were at home for nearly two years with these children. So yeah. that is a massive thing. Um, children who missed out on clubs, who mm-hmm. you know, and now all of a sudden they're going back into the wild. Yeah. You know, they're trying to go back and step out, and it's like, yeah, and some, and then I suppose they've got that. I suppose for children, in general, we do. They they've such a wonderful imagination. Yeah. That I suppose when people started talking about COVID and it was this invisible thing, you know, that probably scared a lot of children more than what they have said. I think it scared a lot of adults it scared, too. It scared <laughs> everybody. It scared absolutely you know, everybody but yes you can you know, imagine
1: a child's imagination yeah, and like what they're sitting with yeah, and being yeah. pulled away from their friends from yep. what they know, mm-hmm. their, massive, family. Yeah, know their, was, yeah. their family yeah you know it was even their family yeah you know
2: protect your granny yeah, and and don't go near the vulnerable and you yeah, know and yeah. and kids who maybe faced maybe um people who had passed during COVID, but never got, you know, hadn't never, hadn't seen them for so you know, people. Yeah. Like I've had people in my classes who maybe their grandparents had passed away, mm-hmm. you know, and they had to deal with the fact that they didn't get, they hadn't seen their grandparents, they, yeah. you know, in so long and then yeah. their grandparents passed and it was kind of, because it was what, like one or two people at a funeral. So, yeah. You know, so yeah. there has been a lot, COVID has had a lot to answer for in terms of how children are feeling now, but in that also, taken away covid society has a lot to answer for Mm. in that um the world of the internet and social media Mm -hmm. as fantastic as it it can be yeah as it can be Mm -hmm. we have Mm -hmm. a lot to be grateful for for it i definitely do um it's also been had a massive impact on children in that nothing ever switches off yeah there is no downtime, mm-hmm. there's no quiet. So a mind that is constantly on a rapid, or sorry, on a hamster wheel, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and you're constantly just go, 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 on a hamster wheel, you're sitting on the computer or you want something, you just quickly look it up. You know, that whole constant go, 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 and stimulation yeah. can have a massive impact on trying to calm the mind. Yeah, so mental health. Mental and health, yeah, um, yeah. overstimulation. And mm-hmm. then there's also, you know, and for, in my house, I remember, whenever um, my eldest had wanted a phone. And at that time, she it was back in primary school, and at that time, she'd been having trouble with ones in class, and I was saying to her, you do realize that the minute you get a phone, you're always contactable. So children who, in school at the minute, mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. having problems with maybe, maybe there's bullying, or maybe there's name calling, they go home and they can't escape that. Oh, God. Because those people are on their Xbox, those people are on their WhatsApp groups, their messages there's TikTok now. See, i'm it's not so... even there
1: yet because my yeah. mom's so young mm. and that's crazy so isn't it
2: when we were younger our safe haven was our home you know yeah. from from things that were happening outside mm, mm. um but now we came home when the lights came on outside Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you know like, we, I mean? we knocked people's doors and called for them we didn't yeah. touch at them yeah no so yeah so sorry i'm totally digressing again but we're not
1: sorry. that old i promise <laughs> but
2: um <laughs> The uh, yeah, So I say there is a lot of so, um anxiety and um children who maybe would be a bit more timid and shy. But I say again, I do believe that a lot of that stems from COVID, and then also this world, fast paced world that's lived long. online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying that,
0: like, in, whenever I have a 14-year-old and have a six-year-old, yeah. and a 14-year-old, we only let her get a phone whenever she was 11. Yeah, yeah. And even when house, I used yeah. six, mm-hmm. and he's like, when can I get a phone? And oh, I'm like, no. fuck, here we go. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? So, but mm-hmm. with Amber, we are very strict with her screen time. And just you saying all that, it, it makes me so glad that we, we were so strict. Strict, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I used to fight Chris, like, oh, not fight him, but, like, argue with him, be like, that's maybe a wee bit unfair, and, like, yeah. But like, it like you've just reminded me that you know it is good to actually yeah, switch off yeah, I think yeah. she only gets like a couple of hours on her phone a day and yeah. we we have the controls and see what she's on and yeah. you know because there was a time like you say the whatsapp groups is just mm-hmm. a time whenever she was like in weak groups and people were constantly saying things and she was having to be
2: careful about what she said you know what I mean like yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's Constantly field, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. i constantly questioning probably herself, and you know, is this right what they're saying, or should I say this? Can I say, and not not knowing was her opinion okay to put out in that group because then will that group yes. You know, it, 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 as you so say, it's an absolute yeah. minefield, and it is worth having the fights. You know, Julie, you were totally right. You know, when that as you say, you look back now and you think, you know, uh, yeah, you I'm did that for you a did reason. For a yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. when I look back and I think of all the of all the nights I made, my eldest leave her phone outside the door. Mm-hmm. And the fights that yeah. would caused because she wanted to bring the phone into the room, and I've said no, you need to have some time away from it, yeah. you know. But it's worth it now, you yeah, know. You look, yeah. Back. Yeah. definitely uh-huh. worth uh-huh. it. Yeah, she would. She she leaves her phone in charge in the kitchen downstairs, yeah. like so. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah yeah and that gives her that quiet time you know and don't get me wrong sorry not all children not all children need that quiet time you know when we think of neurodiverse children there are children out there who need that stimulation still Mm -hmm. in order in the evening and that's fine
1: but there's different types of stimulation and different ways I guess that you mm can mm -hmm, that parents mm -hmm. I guess have to work with yeah yeah what's, what what's, what works and yeah. what what's safe what's as well safe, what's
2: yeah. safe and that's it it's what's safe isn't it And the end of the day that's all where anybody wants is to keep their kids safe yeah. yeah but as i say i do find that that um you know those would be say anxiety and the shy because then i suppose as well when you think about the shyness i don't know if anybody so like my youngest she plays like roblox and uh mm-hmm, Fortnite mm-hmm. And things like that online on a headset yes you know and probably like thank goodness it was probably one of the only things that got her through the lockdowns because she was still conversing with her friends in that way yeah but it also gave her a really bad habit because then when it came back to actually seeing those people face to face face face. she was very shy and standoffish because it was interact. (laughs) yeah she She was used to interacting on a headset yeah Yeah. yeah on a headset nobody can see you yeah, you know, it's like now if you had a camera in front of me, I probably wouldn't be so open a shot. I'd probably be a little bit more nervous because it's eyes on you and subconscious. conscious. It's yeah, conscious yet mm-hmm. Whereas when you're on a on a headset behind a screen, you know, and I think and that's when the internet becomes dangerous, is not it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. you can yeah. say whatever the fuck you want, and mm-hmm. you know, not mm-hmm. have any mm-hmm. kind of
0: real, what's the word, consequences, consequences of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. So God, I love yeah. kids at the moment. Like, I, I really, know it's I really, really they have a lot. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot like they have a lot to contend with. They really do.
1: Um, and I guess moving on from that, what are your next steps? What is the next step oh, for I Am Oh my
2: goodness. Okay. So, well, it's funny because so say 2018, I started off and then we went in lockdown 2019. And, which is crazy. Which is crazy, which yeah. is crazy. And like, I have to say, come back to the internet thing. Like it was the only thing that kept me going. I was really fortunate. Like I got quite a lot of work across the water in UK and Scotland and, and Wales yeah. and all that jazz. And so I was quite fortunate because of the internet in that terms, um, mm-hmm. but kind of so the business was in hold for two years and I remember actually sitting in January of this year, new year, you know, and what and you think and I was like, Okay, this is the year for growth. And whenever I put that out there, I had no idea what that meant. But here I am now I am just in the process of opening up a new studio with another girl. Yay! So Yay! It's looking amazing. Oh, thank really you so, so much, Julie. oh do you know what? It was one of those ones like and you know, I am I am the I am the type of person I do things as. Um, intuitively. So if something feels right, I will do it. Okay. And um, the girl, Claire, who I've gone into partnership with, with the premises, mm-hmm. um, she contacted, she's in the premises already. She's been in there since 2019. She has a, a small room in what we've taken over. Um, and she contacted me and she was like, Katie the whole building upstairs is coming up for lab what do you think and I was like let's oh. do it <laughs> I was in the car with my husband's at the time and I was like oh what do you think And he was like just do it it feels right just do it and I was like right let's do it and so, you already kind of like work and collaborate with I Claire Have you I already had that relationship yeah, yeah I do so yeah. Claire is an art therapist for children and Alice is kind like Claire isn't Claire is fantastic in all that she does Claire um works Close with, um, she does a lot of work with neurodiverse, like neurodiverse, uh, people. Mm-hmm. Um, like Claire does so much fantastic work, and we do, mm-hmm. we do summer schemes together mm-hmm. and Halloween things and all that jazz and their art a fusion of art and yoga, Uh, yoga, and that's what we did. So anyway, so when Claire had said about it, I was like, yes, let's do it, let's do it, because I've wanted a hub for so long for my little people. I have wanted somewhere that they can come and they can leave their mats and they can have a cushion that's theirs and all that jazz. So everything I do, I do for my little yogis. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, so this was the year of growth. I had no idea what that growth would look like, but here we are, this has been the growth. So t- next year, 2023, is the year of expansion. Ooh. <laughs> I have no idea what that looks like, but that is my buzzword for next year, expansion. I don't know what that is. But yeah, so I mean, at the minute, it's just getting the studio up and running and um, offering those classes out into the community. Now, I've been in the community, say, since 2018. I have just hired different areas, but I'll have a hub. So I will offer my children's classes, my teen classes. I have a couple adults classes coming up. Um, Claire's going to be offering some art therapy classes mm-hmm. we'll do some joint stuff of different people coming into the entire the space um it means you're also bringing back some classes that maybe you know you yeah. could then weren't able
1: to do like your after schools and things yeah and yeah yeah, that'll yeah, be yeah, nice.
2: yeah 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 because whenever um you're trying to navigate somebody else's premises you have to just take what's going yeah um so yeah I'm able to bring back my after school yoga my family yoga which I have really missed, which is always a big hit so lots of ideas for some classes coming up in the new space. Happy days! And I'm just really excited. So yeah, That's delighted for you, mm-hmm. yes. Well done. Thank you. thank you so much. Thank Happy you so, so much. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you so much
2: you. for coming
1: in and letting us pick your brain. Oh, thank you for
2: having me. Thank you for having me. I hope I hope I
1: yeah no that was awesome that was awesome <laughs> you know you. and happy birthday babes thank hope you have a great day oh
2: thank you so much <laughs> do you know what i'm just really excited because we're gonna leave here and i'm gonna walk back in the rain up valley clare town square and i'm gonna go to Julie's shop <laughs> and get some bits and bobs i actually said lauren the way past can we go to the charity shop on the way down so this is like the best birthday ever i'm really <laughs> so thank you for bringing me to clare. Oh, <laughs> <you're> welcome, clare <babes. laughs>
1: guys thank you so much for listening um that was that was such that was brilliant yeah really yeah enjoyed really you. enjoyed yeah. that yeah. Thank, thank you so you. much and
0: it's nice to hear like you know there's somebody taking the kids you know yeah. taking the lead with the kids as well like there's a lot of other people doing a lot of adult stuff but the kids mm-hmm. stuff is really important like you said it's the next generation so yeah. it's nice. definitely yeah. well Love done really really Children glad that you're doing what
2: you're
0: doing that. Yeah. That. oh hey, Whitney, Houston. Whitney Houston yeah there you go Bradley.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm, not Sorry. Saying, I'm not saying we're ready we're re- to have a
1: sing-song. <laughs> so oh. guys thank you so much i hope you enjoyed this podcast um we will be back um it will definitely not be a long gap we will definitely be back and it'll be myself and julie bringing something interesting um so yeah we can't wait but guys uh don't forget keep, keep the, the vibes, vibes high and, and go, go see yourself <laughs>